And we are live. Welcome to this latest episode of Toby Unscripted. My name is Martin Hoxie, and, and as always, I'm joined by Charles Maxson. Hello, Charles. Hey, Martin. Hey, Steve. Hey, everybody. A uh, special shout out to Brian from Canada, who's joined in and already chatted. Uh, but it's good to be back. How's everybody's summer breaks going? Good. It's, it's hot here. I may, <laughs> I may faint at some point. Just, uh, <laughs> Unbelievably, I'm in Scotland. We don't we don't do heat well. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so um, this is so within we've, we've been a predominantly uh, Google Apps Script show, but obviously there is a wider world out there. Um, and kind of joining some of the dots together. So if you're into Google Apps Script, you're probably into automation of some kind. Uh, you're also more than likely. Um, probably <laughs> into Google Workspace as well. So we're, we're, we're meshing these two together. We're talking about administration within Workspace and looking at automation opportunities as well and just kind of streamlining things. So Charles, I think you, you've, um, you were keen to get this sh show on uh, the air. Any particular things that um, you, you thought we were hitting? So first of all, I think uh, you know just the fact that there's so much that can be automated from an admin standpoint, uh, and I think a lot of new admins don't know where to start. A lot of developers get called in and try to figure out how do I help, right? Or like you mentioned, a lot of folks are both roles, right? They are the admin and the developer, um, as they wear multiple hats. And our guest daily has actually solved a lot of those problems and made that available with a phenomenal tool. And so I was really excited when Jay said he had some time to join us. And uh, so with that, you know, why don't we yeah, bring, nice bring Jay on? Welcome to the show, Jay. Hi, guys. So Great Jay Lee, here. so, um, so uh, uh, we were just talking before the show. Uh, Jay and I met actually in 2012, incredibly briefly, but um, <laughs> it was IO. Google IO. IO. Where, mm -hmm. yeah, where, where they gave you everything. So uh, memorable for a number of reasons. But Jay, so do you want to just... Uh, you, back then, you were working for uh, uh, one of uh, uh, Google's uh, suppliers, but now you're with Google. So do you, do you want to say a quick couple of things about what you do at Google? Yeah. So my role at Google is on the professional services team, uh, and I uh, uh, am a strategic cloud engineer helping customers, uh, number one, move on to workspace. So deployment and migration is obviously a big part there, but then also just implement best practice uh, in terms of their workspace setup, things like security, um, taking you know uh, their needs and really making sure the product team is aware of those needs also. So I think when we met at IO, uh, Steve was there and he basically said, have you met Jay? He has made GAM. <laughs> and that was, that. but it is a product that um, is known worldwide. It is a product that has, I think, tens of thousands of users out there. Um, do, you, do you want to just explain a bit more about what GAM actually is and what it does? Yeah, so GAM is a command line open source tool that allows you to manage Google Workspace, basically. So uh, if you think of the admin.google.com admin console with Workspace, uh, a lot of the activities you do in there, creating users, managing users, groups, calendars, uh, all those actions you would take as an admin, uh, well, not all of them, but a lot of them, uh, GAM is capable of doing and making a command line uh, 
uh, that you can run on Linux, Windows, or uh, Mac OS. Uh, the advantage to that then is as an admin, that allows me to automate tasks, right? So if I have uh, 10 things I need to do, and maybe I need to do each one of those things for 5,000 of my users, that's a lot of mouse clicks, right? <laughs> I say a lot of times, GAM, GAM exists to save your mouse clicks, right? Uh, <laughs> if you can take that and script it and automate the process and uh, even run it on a scheduled basis, uh, then that's going to greatly uh, reduce the workload of a, a IT admin. That's awesome. And, and Jay, I understand that you necessarily weren't a developer when you got into this and you approached GAM, but yet you saw the need for the tool, which I'd love to hear more of the background about that. But you figured out how to build this tool and, and you know kind of make it famous. What's the kind of the history? Like, how did you get from great idea to great implementation? Yeah, so I started my career at the university I graduated from, Karen University, just doing general system administration, right? And it was a small university, maybe thousands full-time students, uh, and there were five of us on the IT team. And it, it was really great uh, workplace because we did a little bit of everything, right? I, I might be fixing a copier, uh, obviously a lot of desktops, uh, imaging, installing software, uh, but things like managing mail servers and that kind of thing. So. Uh, ultimately, they ended up on uh, Google Apps uh, and uh, Google Workspace. Uh, sorry, Google Apps at the time. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, in, in terms of administering that and, and managing that, that's where I saw a need there. And, uh, yeah, like you said, I, I definitely started with an IT background um, and still do a lot with IT. Uh, but I think... Um, there's a lot, uh, you know, there's a lot of in-between space there, right, uh, in the IT field of the need for scripting, the need for automation of services uh, that you can uh, reduce that, you know, manual workload there. So when when we moved over, uh, I recognized, okay, we, we need to be able to work with these. Um, and I think a lot of IT admins are, are a good IT admin in my mind is very good at scripting, right? Like high level scripting, something like app scripts, something like uh, shell scripting, that kind of thing, and gluing those together, but not necessarily the whole development cycle, calling APIs, uh, that kind of thing. So GAM was really filling that need between um, uh, you know, just a general shell script and something that I can actually talk REST APIs and OAuth and back off and retry those kind of things. So that's pretty awesome. So you mentioned it does a lot of things, uh, and, and you mentioned you know, to us prior that it does a lot of things and people do them differently. But what are the most classic uses? What are your most popular features that people actually use? What do they automate the most, so to speak? Yeah, I would say uh, some of the most popular ones are definitely, you know, managing users, right? Uh, user onboarding, user offboarding. Every company has that. And the interesting thing I found is every company wants different things with that, right? You know, like we all think, oh, we need to create the user. But how do you communicate the password to the user? How do you, uh, you know, automate their adding them to groups? Uh, so the onboarding process and the offboarding process both. And again, every customer is a little different. I've talked to some customers and the most important 
important thing is, okay, we preserve the Google Drive docs, you know, where do those go when someone leaves? Uh, the, the, but even things like the calendar, how do we clean up the calendar and make sure that those team meetings that that user might own are transferred appropriately, those kind of things. So uh, GAM takes those tasks and, and API calls and basically makes it a command line that you would run. Um, and then that allows an admin to say, okay, here's my deprovisioned user script. And as soon as the, you know, we know this person is leaving or when they get ready to leave, we're gonna run these 10 things right here in a row there. Um, and it's just a bunch of GAM commands and a batch script kind of piece there, so. So the neat things you say, everyone, does it differently, but they can use the command lines and put it in the right order and script it kind of their way. Right, exactly, yeah. Do you have any like templates that you share or use for, you know, here's the classic onboarding or offboarding that folks can actually take and kind of make their way? Not um, really. There's a lot of discussion about this in the mailing list, but like I said, it's just so, every customer is a little different there and how they, they want to think about, um, you know. Uh, I mean, I've seen things where obviously, you know, minute the person uh, steps away from the desk, you want to lock down the account to, mm -hmm. yeah, we actually yeah. give them a couple of weeks time, you know, I don't know how advisable that is legally, but you know, I've, I've talked <laughs> to customers that, yeah, we give them some time to transfer their personal stuff out, that kind of thing. So. Could you uh, do a deep dive on APIs? Because I'm curious about what type of APIs and how more offerings were added over the period of time. And also what is the user experience of like, um, you know, having those secret keys and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, probably the biggest one GAM uses is, is the admin SDK and the directory API. Mm -hmm. That's the API to create users, update users, passwords, same thing with groups, you know, all the uh, management of groups, uh, resource calendars, um, even things like buildings and uh, conference rooms uh, are all controlled via the directory API. Uh, and then there's other APIs like the group settings API, you can go in and manage uh, you know, the actual, you know, if you've, if you've ever created a Google group, there's a ton of settings that you can control within the group. Um, so setting those up also. Uh, but GAM also reaches into some of the services also for Workspace. So mm -hmm. for example, one area that's very popular is Gmail API. And um, I, I tell this story that I got my first job at the university because uh, one of the guys in the IT department sent, um, an email out that he should not have to the entire company. <laughs> this was, I mean, this was back in the, uh, uh, right around 2000. Uh, and uh, they, they literally just shut off the email server, booted it up on their own LAN and then went into each mailbox and deleted it. Uh, but uh, those kind of like, oh, we got to get this email out of everybody's mailbox quickly. Uh, GAM can actually do that and modify messages in users' mailboxes. Uh, so same thing with Drive, it can create and manage drive files for users. So it does reach into some of the more workspace services APIs also. And that's a that's a very popular area also, especially drive, uh, I think. Um, just, you know, for document store management, uh, a lot of companies want to automate that, want to, uh, you know, do things like run checks on who's sharing what, where, uh, these kind of activities, so. So interesting point. It's impressive that you you hook into some of the other services. So I could I could come up with a lot of interesting use cases as a non-admin. I understand to install GAM, you need to be an admin. That makes obvious sense. But what are some of the non-admin use cases? Or do you even have to be an admin to actually uh, get some reward out of using GAM? Yeah. So technically, 
No, you don't have to be. You can set up GAM without it. There's pieces like the uh, to, to manage services, right? To to go into any user's Gmail mailbox or drive that kind of thing. That requires domain-wide delegation. Requires an admin to actually set that piece, and it's very powerful. Uh, but it's something you'd want, you know, only one or two people in the company to be able to do. Um, but there is functionality like uh, group management is a popular one, right? Maybe maybe I'm just a de department head, but I want to automate management of one of my Google groups um, and, and sync yeah. that over. Uh, our APIs allow as long as you have rights, you know, you're owner of the group or manager of that group. Our APIs now allow that, so you can do that as a non workspace admin and just, you know, managing the group piece there. Definitely. So question I have for you, you know, when we were looking at bringing you on and, and looking at the community around GAM and, and the number of folks using it, it seems to be super widespread. Do you have any idea how many folks actually use it and kind of what's the, the footprint that it has? I saw just by the number of contributors alone that you have, because it's open source, there's a ton of people actually, you know, helping out with it. How big is this tool? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a tough one with open source to get that measurement. Right. Uh, really, the only statistic I have is the download count on GitHub. Uh, usually, if a version, it depends on how often I release, right? But if a version's been up for a, a, a month or two, then it's usually in the you know, uh, five to 10,000 range of downloads of that tool, uh, customers using it. I don't have exact statistics because GAM doesn't you know, uh, record what commands are running or that kind of thing. Uh, but um, you know, it is very popular and, and most customers that I talk to are using it in one fashion or another. Uh, it's interesting that they all use it for something a little bit different, but um, uh, most customers are using it in some sense. So let me ask you this question then, since you have a day job uh, and you and your team handle some of the largest, frankly, most challenging deployments that are being done for workspace, how do you use GAM? Like how do you and your team use it? How do you recommend it? What are some of the things that you find yourself always going back to the tool for? Yeah, generally in a, in a customer deployment, right? Uh, it's often things like, I mean, we Google has really great tools like GCDS for automating provisioning of, of uh, uh, workspace based on AD, these kind of pieces. But there's a lot of deployment is is migration and, and that means cleanup, right? Like right. It's, it's just, you know, the case that you, you start digging into some uh, ugly corners uh, of the company when you're starting to uh, pull from Active Directory and Exchange. And it's going to take some massaging the data there. So that's where GAM often is very useful in being able to uh, manage that data, pull the, the current list of users, uh, move users between org units as necessary. Um, and, and then, you know, there's always pieces here. I was, I was saying earlier, I uh, just helped a customer in the spring, very large customer, uh, and they chose to use uh, the new uh, Chrome browser cloud management that we offer now. It, it, traditionally, you could only manage Chrome via GPO and Active Directory, that piece. But you can now fully manage Chrome browsers in, in the cloud and in your workspace instance. Uh, and there's APIs for that. So this customer was deploying that. They wanted to move off of uh, a lot of the AD dependency for that and, and use um, our console for that. Uh, but that meant there would be hundreds of thousands of uh, browser objects in the workspace tree that you can see in managing the admin console. But that's, that ends up being a lot of mouse clicks, right? So with with 
I implemented the API basically with GAM, release that functionality, and that allows the customer to do things like, okay, we need to move these 10,000 uh, browsers from this org unit over to this other one. Uh, they can just script that together uh, based on uh, uh, however they want to query that list. Yeah, so hey, we got a quick question, which I think I would definitely want to address right now. And it's from Jacob. Yeah. Jacob, thank you for the question. Uh, Jacob mentions because GAM is a third-party tool, right? And the answer is yes. Uh, GAM is an open-source community project, which, first of all, on behalf of the community and admins everywhere, thank you, Jay, for doing that, for releasing yeah. it this way, making it open source and making it available. Why did you go that route, making it an open-source tool? I mean, I'm not to be funny, but I imagine you could have made some money off of this tool, uh, but yeah. you, 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 you gave it away. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a popular question. A lot of people ask me and, and yeah, exactly that. I don't, I don't know how much money was there in it. That's, well, I, I try not to think about it too much. I do. I will say that uh, GAM has offered me many opportunities, right? Uh, you know, uh, the, the reseller Steve and I were at uh, knew about me because of GAM. Uh, ultimately, got hired at Google and enjoying the job I'm doing today because of GAM. So uh, it made me famous, if not rich. At least I got that part <laughs> in my own very little small world. Uh, so, um, so it's but, a new uh, spin on the yeah. freemium model, right? You just did it more of a career thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to promote my name. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think in the decision-making process, it was, uh, number one, I, I used a lot of open source software early in my career, you know, got into Linux. I was using Linux back in 95 on a three to six laptop, you know, like piece of junk laptop. But that model of just releasing it, uh, I, I clearly remember, you know, uh, playing with Linux and getting to dig into it and upgrade to the new version, all excitement of that. And then I knew things like Windows NT existed and Microsoft servers and that kind of thing. But as a college kid, you know, like I have no access to that, right? Like how do you, how do you even get started in that area until you're at a company that can pay for those products? And then that's your full-time job, right? You're not really experimenting with it. So I, I just, I enjoyed open source because I think I always saw the community that immediately built up around, hey, you got a tool that does a job and you know, let's make it do what we need to and, and collaborate on that. So, so it's, the, other, the other thing I noticed, sorry, Martin, uh, the, the other thing I noticed is you spent a lot of time still kind of maintaining this, right? Either responding requests or getting involved in the community. And the other thing I, I think you've done brilliantly is you've really spelled out how the tool works, right? There's a ton of resources you've made available. If you go up on GitHub and you look at it, you have tons of things out there. What are some of the resources you would point someone to, to, to learn more or to get involved? Like what are some of the, the highlights? And Martin, if you could share some of those on the screen that we, we do know. Yeah, so, so the biggest one I would say is the uh, GAM uh, group and community, basically. It's a mailing list or a Google group. Um, and that's uh, that's available to anyone to join and, and post and ask questions. If you're trying to do something with GAM, feel free to jump on there. I post when I can, but there's a, a number of other people on there that are very quick in responding. Uh, I, one of the things I've always loved about you know these communities and open source is, I really think often you know it may not be an official answer, but you, sometimes you get a quicker answer from a community like this than right. you do. Uh, you know, from an official support channel, that kind of thing. It's funny, I, when I started at Google, I was on Google Enterprise support team and that kind of thing. And so I've done that. And obviously, you know, every company, you, you want official support, right? You, the old line is you want someone you can actually yell at, right? Like, don't join the mailing list to yell at me. <laughs> but um, 
yeah. So, you know, the community, I think, is an important one to be. It, it's just been grown up into a great place for uh, Google Workspace admins to join and ask questions, collaborate, um, you, you know, uh, that kind of thing on there. And sometimes not only about GAM, but just uh, Workspace in general or Google in general there. So that's one. The other one I would say is the GAM wiki. Um, and that's, uh, I've done my best to document uh, uh, GAM functionality and what you can do there, the commands there. I will say documentation is hard. So you, like you said, <laughs> okay. I, if it's a question between coding it and documenting it, it's usually like I finished the coding, like, oh, darn, I got to document this now. <laughs> you know, that's that's tough. You know, it, it's tough because it's it just goes, becomes out of date so quickly, right? Um, but uh, the, the wiki is pretty thorough documentation on uh, the GAM commands, uh, different areas, that kind of thing there uh, that are possible with GAM. So if you're, if you're just asking the question, what can GAM do, how, you know, uh, the, the wiki is a great place to explore of here's the, the options. Uh, often I hear from people, oh, I had no idea GAM could do that. I, I knew I could create users, but I, I didn't know I could reach in and delete emails or, or uh, manage uh, conflict accounts or, you know, send chats, uh, that kind of thing. So take a look at the wiki and browse through it. Even if it's not something, okay, that solves an immediate problem, knowing it's there is helpful down the road. No, absolutely. You mentioned chat a second ago. I, I, I just saw uh, that you've actually added chats, a chat room or chat support for folks now moving into chat. Yeah, this is the Google Chat API that allows you to create bots. Uh, so, and you can do some really powerful things with that if you automate these. So, one that I thought again with a command line tool is okay, I have my server environment, um, but sometimes you want to bring that information into your group, right? So, where I really picture the chat, because it basically means you can run a GAM command on a Linux server or on a Windows server, and it pushes out to a Google chat room. Um, the cool thing about that then is that you can do things like, you know, hey, this this server uh, is, is hitting high load and immediately drop that conversation. You know, if, if you're running that command that says if the server load hits 95% for a minute, then call this GAM command. It sends the chat to the Google Room, and not only does you know all your IT admins get notified of that, but now I immediately have a conversation on that topic. Right. So Steve can jump in and say, "Oh, I'll check it out. I think that server probably needs to be rebooted, or this service is a little wonky right now," uh, and we're immediately collaborating on that topic. Uh, so um, I, I, I find that uh, pretty cool what you can do with uh, some of the GAM chatbot stuff there. Oh, absolutely. Hey, before we get off the open source topic, you know, like we mentioned, you've got a day job and there's a lot of other ideas out there. If there was any contributors or want to be contributors listening, is there, is there somewhere you think that uh, there'd be nice features added or somewhere you may could use some help or if folks want to get involved, what, what could the project use that maybe other? Yeah, people? I mean, there's always, there's always cleanup work. Right? <laughs> it's an open source project. And I, sometimes I wish I, it was closed source to hide, you know, some of the bad coding. Right? Uh, so, uh, I, I mean, right now I, I've, I've kind of taken a job of just breaking it up. So, um, uh, and redividing, you know, the different libraries and, and APIs that piece there. So that's something that's always welcome. There was actually another Googler contributing towards that, um, uh, breaking the code up some there. But then there's always new APIs and functionality coming online uh, that, you know, I definitely always appreciate help. 
uh, as as uh, those come online, because it's usually something that a workspace admin is going to, at least some workspace admin is going to want to be able to call. So yeah, getting those in place. Is there a, a particular mindset you would encourage GAM users to have? So obviously, you've got GAM command lines, which are essentially interacting with workspace APIs. Do you, do you say, go and have a look at the work the, the workspace API, see what's possible there, and then come back to GAM or vice versa, or is it just throw something in the Google group and see where you get? Yeah, I would say, you know, in terms of what GAM covers, it, it's 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 got to be the eighty to to ninety five percent of the the workspace APIs uh, that are available there. Um, at least in some sense, calling the API right now. Now, whether or not that meets you know the, the specific need, because you know we just know in IT and in computing, it's a different challenge every day, right? The business throws different needs at you, um, so it's not going to meet all of those. But understanding, okay. Uh, uh, can GAM do it today? And if not, mm. what would it look like, you know, for it to be able to do so? Is the API support there? Unfortunately, often that's the answer is that there's not an API to do that. Um, uh, but, um, you know, it, 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 sometimes there is and it just hasn't been built out. So, yeah. And I understand you're pretty responsive and reactive to API changes and, and you've built functionality in as soon as it becomes available. I remember reading about a use case where you actually built API features that you weren't sure were going to be necessary, but you built it in the tool. I think it was like around delegation or something, and you built it, and and they did come actually, as as the old things go. Yeah, that was uh, the email delegation. So taking somebody's mailbox, you know, like an executive's mailbox, and delegating it to their admin assistant so that the admin assistant can respond to emails, that kind of thing. Um, and I. I tell the story that at the time I was at the university and that's just not how they operated, right? There weren't execs high enough up that, that or, or very many that that needed that. So I thought, ah, you know, maybe some IT admins will use it if they need to check on somebody's mailbox or sort their email, but I don't see heavy usage of that. Come to find out, it's one of the more popular ones that, you know, <laughs> uh, and when there's a deployment, there's just whole lists of delegating out the mailboxes, shared mailboxes, these kind of things there. So one of the things I've always done with GAM is just to not assume Ah, uh, you know, it's a new workspace API, but I, I don't think that's going to be useful or not. I just, you know, how can I turn it into some commands that that admins can run? And then we'll see where it goes. And there are some that it got implemented and probably not super high utilization, right, in terms of those commands and those APIs. Uh, but I think having the, the a pretty full breadth there really helps make the tool popular and useful to, to admins. If I flip that question around a little, has there been any feature requests you've made of the API teams because you've heard folks want in game or, or you want to put in game? Is there any, you know, kind of use cases you've driven back into the product team to get? Yeah, I'm trying to think um, of functionality there. Uh, I, I worked with the Chrome OS team some, uh, and, and Chrome, Chromebooks are obviously very popular in education. So uh, there were a number of feature requests there uh, in terms of managing Chromebooks, because uh, that's, you know, uh, when, when these schools are going one-to-one -one with Chromebooks, that's a lot of Chromebooks to manage, right, and objects. Uh, and you're talking about a physical resource, not a person. Um, so there were a couple of feature requests around that there that I... I you know, had made to the team and the team was responsive in getting those in place. So. 
do you do you see uh, kind of you know with in the kind of edu space there, there there's obviously a lot of administration going on with student accounts with you know just through the cycle of you know particularly in universities and colleges is is there a big um edu gam user base out there uh, EDU is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I, I'm, sh I'm guessing we've got some, uh, EDU admins on here, uh, listening, uh, and August is coming guys. Sorry. Enjoy your vacation <laughs> now. You know, put, it down, put it down for the last few weeks of July. Uh, I, I started in education. I remember, uh, just how crazy August and September could be. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've always enjoyed working with the education community. Uh, I just find that they're generally just really needed men's that are looking to solve these, these massive problems for schools and, um, you know, think on a budget and how can we do this? How can we make it simpler? Uh, how can we, you know, bring it down to a student level, uh, these kind of things. So, uh, yeah, definitely a very popular, uh, segment there of, uh, gamut men's. So. I have a question where, yeah, I got a question regarding uh, stories, okay? So let, you have different levels of expertise with administrators. What if you're more junior level, new type administrator, and you're, you've got this powerful tool and you go, oh, crap, I just deleted everything I didn't want to delete. <laughs> How do you recover from something like that? Or do you have horror stories that you've heard? Yeah, I haven't heard too many horror stories with GAM. I think, <laughs> yes, you know. No, no, I'm just curious. <laughs> anybody, anybody in the chat here? Yeah, I accidentally deleted all my. <laughs> you know. Uh, no, I mean, I try to with GAM. Um, I mean, number one, it should be uh, GAM commands. It usually should be very obvious what you're doing, right? There's not a lot of. Uh, computer language, I'll say. Uh, it, it's more like, uh, almost more like talking to Google Homes or that kind of thing, right? Telling it what you want to do there. So that's number one is uh, it should be obvious what you're doing. And then the way GAM works with like doing bulk commands, right, is you would take it, okay, formulate the command. I may test it out on my own user or a test user, that kind of thing. And then once I've confirmed, okay, that does what I want, then feed it a CSV or a, a batch file of, okay, now do it for the 10,000 users, that kind of thing. So I'm sure there are horror stories out there. That's that's just life in IT, unfortunately. <laughs> We've all clicked that button and gone, no, wait, hang on. Uh, but, um, you know, hopefully not too often with GAM. Some of the, you know, ones I know, okay, that's destroying data. <laughs> you know, that, that's, you know, things like purging an email completely from the system. They were purging a mail from a mailbox. You know, I'll do something like add a, you, you have to say do it as an additional part of the command. Like I really do want to do this and, and delete all of these. Or uh, the other one is uh, deprovisioning Chromebooks where uh, if you run this command on the Chromebook, you have to go visit that machine and spend about 10 minutes re-enrolling that Chromebook, right? You think about a school with 100,000 Chromebooks, if they did that, that would that's gonna be thousands of man hours to get those re-enrolled, right? So making sure uh, it's, um, you know, the, the admin absolutely wants to run this. We go, um, so Jake, Jake, Jacob's asking, are there uh, maintenance tools not uh, natively supported. I guess the problem is you've done such a good job with GAM. You've made it open source. You've basically done Google's job for them. So, right. yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, the admin console is very powerful. Mm -hmm. Funny that the admin console 
uh, can't do. And and the other thing is Google generally releases these APIs to control it. They do have mm -hmm. native tools like GCDS that I was mentioning. Uh, there, there's ways to sync Google Classroom. So there are options there. Um, yeah, GAM, I, I started around 2009 or so, and it just kind of became the de facto tool uh, that customers use to manage mm -hmm. these kind of things. And, and being an open source project forked as well, are people doing their own GAM takes? Yeah, I, I did a search and I, I saw some GAM lookalikes. <laughs> Yeah, so when I came across. Yeah, people ask me a lot, and uh, there are forks of GAM. Probably the most uh, popular is Ross Scroggs. I think he calls it GAM Advanced. Um, and, uh, you know, people kind of wonder, like, is it a competition? Is, 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 is there some issue in the community? And, you know, I always say, not really. You know, if you've, if you've been around open source enough, this is what open source does. Like, it's just, right. it's forked. Like, mm -hmm. uh, that's, it's by design that way, right? Um, uh, even to the extent of things like, you know, uh, Microsoft decided that their browser wasn't good enough and they forked uh, uh, <laughs> Google's cr uh, Chromium code base, right? So, yeah. uh, and that's, you know, it's, uh, that's how open source is supposed to work. That's how things get better uh, there. So, um, yeah, Ross contributes, and he contributes a lot upstream also, uh, but he has a version that he maintains uh, that adds uh, functionality he's added there. So I, I honestly can't speak to it a whole lot. I've not used mm -hmm. it a lot myself there, but I know it's also a popular choice there. And I, I you know, generally just feel like that's great, awesome, you know, uh, you know, use the tool that works for you and. Uh, I'm glad that someone else is, you know, taking off, uh, you know, uh, building off of what I've done, you know, that it, it doesn't, yeah, that, that's one of the questions a lot of people ask, you know, it touched someone, is it an official tool, that kind of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the old, like, what happens if Jay gets hit by a bus? My boss always says, what happens if you win the lottery, Jay? We're not going to let you get hit by the bus. But, but it, you know, it, it's, the answer is it's there, right? The, the tool is there. It's available for anybody to pick up. Uh, there's others maintaining uh, forks of the tool, and it's it's um, open and available there. Uh, so uh, it's not going away. Uh, if I did, you know, if I hit the lottery, <laughs> so. well, you hit the lottery, but you gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, goodness. So, so I I think GAM obviously. I mean, like I said, I was blown away by how many things it does, and you know, it's awesome that it it, it makes a lot of the you know the mundane things easier. What are some other areas you think admins could benefit from from developed based solutions? Now this is obviously is a show primarily for developers. Uh, what would you like to see people build, or what are, is there some other voids? Because you, you did big rollouts as well. Is there is there yeah. something you know, is there something missing that the community or other people should look at that we can improve this for admins or deployments or migrations or something on top of that space? Yeah, I think there's a lot uh, to be done and a lot going on on the um, Chrome side mm -hmm. uh, with extensions, with uh, PWAs, uh, that's uh, progressive web apps, the actual like, it, it looks and feels like a native app on the OS, but it's uh, it's basically Chrome on the back end. Um, a huge amount of possibilities of what customers could be doing and growing there uh, that uh, are available to uh, build and scale out. Uh, one, of, one of the really cool ones, uh, you know, 
enterprise customers want the, the biggest thing you know I say about IT is they want control, right? Uh, you know, they want visibility into what's going on in their environment, and they want control over those things. Um, with with Chrome, you have ability uh, to do that and and uh, deploy that to your endpoints, uh, and yet you don't have to break into the conversation. So the web has become about encryption, about these kind of things. Uh, but enterprises that need to break in, that need to manage these things, um, have to use proxies that kind of interfere with that process and interfere with the web performance because enterprise wants to insert control there. Uh, well, with control uh, with Chrome and what you can do and manage Chrome today, uh, you're not breaking in there. You're actually at the endpoint and controlling the endpoint. So I think there's a lot of uh, possibilities of what can be done there uh, to to manage, uh, 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 you know, the, the, uh, these, these employees, uh, but doing it in a way that works for the web that doesn't slow the web down, right? Because we've all, well, if you've ever worked at a, you know, uh, a large company that just deploys these, you know, all, all this security software because they're concerned about uh, mm -hmm. security and control, but the user experience is just painful, right? So that's an area where I think there's a lot of opportunity uh, to improve. So name of the show is totally unscripted. The background was a lot of it was app script based development. Uh, you can do a lot with app script and admin APIs and such. Uh, what do you see people do? Do you see people do it? Is it commonplace? Have you done some of that yourself? Like what's yeah, absolutely. from the admin standpoint? Yeah, I, I enjoy writing some app script. I, I, I haven't used it as much as I have like, you know, Python on, on the machine, but it's it's a, a perfect language to just pick up and do something quickly. So one of the ones I did uh, a while ago, just personally, uh, my wife is an admin assistant and her exec uh, was out of the office, you know, a couple like every Monday, that kind of thing, and wanted Gmail um, uh, vacation response on those days automatically. So she would have to go in Sunday evening and turn it on and then mm -hmm. remember to turn it off and or schedule that out, that kind of thing. So super easy with App Script. And it was one of those, like, I wrote it and I was like, I can't believe it's that simple uh, to that we set up for his account that it would, you know, a, a Sunday evening turn it on, like we can customize the message. You can even do things like, hey, you know, today is this date and uh, that kind of thing in the response there. So that was just an example of, you know, taking app script and, you know, really simple one there. The other one I really like, and it's one of my coworkers that wrote it, but um, it's app script and it integrates with chatbot, but it, it um, uh, I'll try and find the link to it, You're but it will pick up, um, uh, Google Workspace updates the blog entry, and it will drop that into a Google chat room. And so we use this internally, even a lot of, ch of uh, chat rooms to get updates on when a product launched, when the feature launched. And there's there ends up being, again, that conversation around it. The bot posts it, but then people say like, oh, that's awesome. We're excited, so excited <laughs> that's out there. You know, that really saw some needs. Uh, so it's a great one to throw in there. Uh, and it works with uh, pretty much any uh, XML feed or blog post there that you can uh, have that, you know, just post to your group and, and start collaborating on that uh, announcement there. So I'll, I'll find a link to him so, uh, and share Dave, that. First of all, that's a great call out. Um, so yeah. Justin and I are about to release an article on that on our okay. developer blog. Awesome. And, you, and you're absolutely right. So we internally, we call it Wexbot after, yeah. after our uh, authoring creator of it. But it is super neat. It's, and it requires essentially no work 
uh, to do on the chatbot side. You simply use a webhook, and then AppScript simply runs a trigger, and it patrols a bunch of RSS feeds you set up in the config, and it magically sends them out. And so you mentioned it earlier, uh, and you mentioned it again. You know, chat is becoming just a great way to get the attention of people both, you know, shouting at them quickly to alert them of something or possibly yeah. slip them messages to keep them uh, alert of things happening in the back end. So, so those are great integration points. And I think they're they're really worth calling out. So that was a good one. Stay tuned here. We, we may even do a show on that or, or something like that because the, it's pretty popular. Yeah, de definitely. Uh, there's just, a, you know, chatbots have a huge amount of potential in what you yeah. can do with them. And, yeah, and I think the future is going to grow there too. There's a lot of work going on around those to get them better. Yep. Some announcements coming out soon. We just released dialogues as well. So now you can do a dialogue inside of a chatbot and collect information from the user, do something incredible with it on the user's behalf as well too. I, I do have a question for you. And so you're, you're, you're famous for uh, GAM and rightfully so. But you, you don't stop there. You share a lot of other things. You got uh, one of the cool tools I saw you also released up on your profile up on uh, GitHub is Got Your Back. And then you've got cross scripts and you've got a ton of, ton of them. My first question is, when do you find the time? <laughs> but my other question is like, where, I mean, how do you come up with all these ideas? Is this the you know, necessities of mother of invention or, or what's your, what's your, how do you discover some of these ideas? Yeah, time is always an issue. You know, I've, I've got a full-time job and, and family and that kind of thing. But, you, you know, it's one of those, uh, an idea will come along or usually it's a customer need, uh, something that pops up or I hear uh, from various forums like, ah, this is a pain point uh, and get an idea there. Uh, and try just try to pull together, you know, and you said there's a lot on my GitHub. A lot yeah. of them are just proof of concepts that really never got anywhere, right? Uh, but, you know, throw it out there, see what happens with it, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, GYB, uh, uh, Got Your Back, is one uh, I did a while ago that was just... Um, Explain that to a little bit was, to, to the folks listening. What yeah, uh, Got Your Back, is uh, it does backups of Gmail. So it will actually download all your Gmail messages, including the metadata like labels, red status, that kind of thing. Thing, right. And then you can restore it. So, so is this uh, a scenario like I'm going to quit my job and I want to take my mail with me? What, what's this? What was this? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's you know I'm I'm leaving university and the university used Gmail. I want to pull that out. Um, or I'm, I need to switch. Uh, you know I've I've known a number of guys like you know I, I created a Gmail account ten years ago and it's not exactly professional sounding. <laughs> what I named it. Right? <laughs> I need to I need to come up with a little more professional account name. Uh, so moving that kind of thing but just back and some people is just backing it up right like uh good practice is you can sure you have a backup somewhere so the tool downloads it and pulls it out there um i know it, it's it's common for things like hey i've been working on a project and i have all all of my project emails under a label uh gyb can do gmail queries and and back up just message, messages that match that so uh, i could back up all my messages uh, that are related to the project and uh, Charles, then you'd be able to import them and take over and have some history on the project available to you. Absolutely. So those kind of things. But that was another one, again, that just came along. Uh, it was actually the, uh, back before I started at Google, I was one of the um, uh, top contributors uh, yeah. for some of the Google forums and the Gmail forum that came up often, like how do I back up Gmail? There, there were ways mm -hmm. to do it, but they didn't totally integrate with Gmail's unique label style, right? They did it more like folders and uh, just problems with that. So it uh, came out of that, that piece there. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's various ones. Sometimes it's just solving a problem I have, right? Like I've got a couple of them up now that are things like tracking Chrome releases. What version of Chrome are we on? What, we're, mm. what version of Chrome uh, should your Chromebook be running right now uh, that I've done just out of kind of surfacing that, you know, the information's out there. It's, it's just hard to surface. So uh, providing that data often. Hey, Martin, I just uh, uh, located that example that Jay brought up about the uh, the wet spot or wet spot. The, yeah, it's uh, if you uh, oh wait, that's not that's the wait. Let me go back when I give you a two roll link. Let me get you the right link there, and you can share that with the folks on the window and in the chat. That would be super awesome. So yeah, go. again, it's a great solution if you've got it. You know, maybe your IT team, and maybe it's the Google Workspace updates blog. I, I really like. Um, getting those updates just to know it's it's become such a huge project that it's impossible to keep up completely with with what's coming right and it, often those will pop up and i'm surprised like oh i had no idea we were launching that you know uh that feature is coming so a uh, great way to stay on top of it um as a team you're absolutely right i and i asked you earlier about your use of chat with gam and the one point and i don't think we flashed this resources either um Martin, is you've actually since now we have obviously you know consumer version of chat available for folks and, and more people are using chat. You've actually opened up a GAM public chat room. Um, that's neat. And it's also very interesting because now anybody can chat with anybody, not just to contribute and learn, but it's a great way of, of, of pulling folks together. You don't have to be in the same domain or you don't have to apply to be in anything uh, super hard. You use Google groups underneath it. But uh, how's that going? I mean, is it, is it active? Are people more gravitating towards that yeah. than say the Google groups? Like what's the uptake? Yeah, you know, I, it was one thing that I was finding. We've just, you know, in business you have that, okay, this this can be an email. This I really it just helped to get a see if I can get an instant answer to it, yep. um, and so that's that's where I, I I thought how can I do this? And I tried a couple of options with GitHub with different more more chat communities. Uh, and the, the problem with all of them was it would then require every single admin to create some other account. I <laughs> mean we all have too many accounts and too many systems anyways, right? So I just you know it's it's not the normal for Google chat to have like public uh, chat rooms. But I thought, let's see where it goes, you know, how it, how it happens. Uh, so set that up. And it, it's been a good way for people to reach out. Um, I use it myself a lot when I want to get like instant feedback, right? Uh, some of the more active uh, GAM admins out there are on there. Some of them, I see them in the uh, chat room here also, Brian Kim and, uh, you know, those guys. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, is that the room right there? Yeah. The so Brian's it's about a hundred people. Hello, about a hundred people that are in there now. So not not nearly as big as the, the uh, uh, Google group is about five thousand people. It probably has uh, you know fifteen to twenty posts a day in there. Uh, but you know, I I, I think. Um, we all we all have our kind of mappings of when do I go to email, when do I go to chat, uh, but I, you know, offering people more ways to connect is always good for a community. So, no, absolutely, and I think you're absolutely right. The people want a little more instantaneous. I mean, it's the same, you know, like in Google, sending an email, you have to wait. Sending a chat, you expect a more immediate answer. And it, it's, uh, it's the future. Actually, it's the present. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think it, it's a great way as well for you know. You know, someone says, "Has anyone got this?" And yeah. someone 
come back. Actually, I have got it. I, was, I saw it the other day. So, um, Kill Nelson, who's uh, actually promoted the show in your chat space, Jay. Um, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you also he shared, uh, um, I think I got the link here, you know, just uh, a Gmail signature changing recipe. And it, it, it which came out of someone saying, has anyone got anything that does this and kind of moves? Yeah, and I, I, pulled, I think that's pulling from the user's like rich profile information, mm -hmm. right? Uh, which is really cool that you're automatically setting up that company logo and style, but getting the right title in their department, that kind of thing. So I'm showing our live capabilities on air as I'm messing my camera up on the in the background. <laughs> <laughs> So a little bit funny. And I can see the behind the screen stuff. So I apologize for my operating difficulties here. Nope. Um, question for you. <laughs> question for you, Jay. You know, obviously you said a lot of developers, you know, use Gamma and, and look to GAM. Again, kind of with my development hat back on. What inspiration do you give uh, admins to become more comfortable with developing or actually building some of their own solutions like you did? Like what's the I don't know, what's 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 the yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it, it started for me as just, I always refer to it as glue work in IT, right? Like I, I've got data over in this system, maybe it's the HR system, maybe it's Active Directory, whatever, and I got to get it over to this system. If you're doing that manually, if you're pulling that mm. data, you know, when I started at the university, they were putting that in all manually. And what that meant is uh, it was a student worker creating accounts and setting the password and then communicating that password to the user and it just error prone and, and a huge amount of man hours just wasted right so um find ways learn learn a simple scripting language like you know whatever os is your choice bash or um uh, uh powershell on windows something like that and just start building some very simple ones that that just automate one part of it right you don't have to you don't have to completely automate the job but if it, if it saves you a couple of clicks there, then over time it's going to you know, save you that. So figuring that kind of stuff out um, uh, and then building from there, uh, there's a ton of examples on the web. I mean, uh, you know, like uh, Stack Overflow contributes a lot to GAM. Okay, how do I how do I take this huge array and convert it and do whatever with it you know and a couple of search google searches and st there's usually an answer on stack overflow uh to figure that kind of thing out there so there's a community out there uh ready to help with whatever uh problem you're trying to solve it just takes some practice you know it, it takes finding the right projects that you mm -hmm. can experiment on some too that are open to that but one of the the nice things i like about gam is it you know it can use csv files as as, as a data source and i yeah. you know that's, you know, I think most of us can work our, our way around a CSV file. I guess, do you, do you see, uh, in terms of generating those CSV files, you, do you see a lot kind of uh, Google Sheets, foo kind of work formula work, uh, extracting yeah. data from other data sets and combining and generating those? Yeah, I mean, when I, when I was doing like actually deploying customers and that kind of thing at a reseller, like that was a huge amount of the job, right? And the lists were always changing, which users it applies to, which are going in this wave, you know? And so you would have these spreadsheets and just grinding through the spreadsheet, get the data, right? And then when you're ready, you pull that data out and you run the commands mm -hmm. and you're good to go there. But having that 
you know, a spreadsheet that you, especially a Google sheet when you can collaborate on that. And it's not just me in there, but you know, the whole team looking at it, pulling that data and then you execute on it. So a uh, really powerful there. And it's fun too. I, I really enjoy uh, in those getting to kind of demo the Google workspace tools to the customer mm -hmm. team as they're going right and learning them learning how they can make use of those um, there you know usually the project usually starts with me getting some excel sheets in my email you know attachments <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i'll take that and convert it and hey look we can see it at the same time so step uh, one <laughs> yeah I, it's, it's one of the most fun things uh to do <laughs> i'll tell you a story um i've got a, a fifth grade daughter and uh she started at the uh uh, in the school. And it was the first year they did Chromebooks for the students. And so they did a parent intro, you know, uh, it, it, it was like a parent's guide to a Google workspace. So I told my wife, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to go learn it. <laughs> so, but it was really, it was, uh, the instructor did a great job and we've been very happy with the district, the way they've done it in terms of, you know, you put, put everybody at a table, the parents and you know, set it up where they got into a Google Doc and you could just, just see the wow on parents' faces of collaborating on a doc. And, oh, we're all typing at the same time. That's crazy. How's this working, you know? So uh, it's, it's stuff like that that we take for granted because we do it so much, but uh, it's those wow yeah. moments for users, so. No, it's super cool. And not to uh, detract from the, the conversation, but I've been using the, t you know, the, the tables, you know, everyone pointing tables. Yeah. For managing data, which if folks, if you don't, if you don't know, if tune in, it's a it's a project that we uh, trial publicly, yep. and uh, now we are we're looking to figure out how do we we build it into our, our offering, and it's such a neat tool that's kind of a cross between a database and a sheet at the same time, and uh, super neat stuff and super great for managing stuff. So I mean, I just mm. I just love me spreadsheets. That's all it is. So. Um, yeah, and tables is another one of those that just you know you use it on a project and it just basically sells itself right yeah. <laughs> it just, this, this is invaluable to us uh so um i'm excited to see where that one goes also no absolutely so let me it would be maybe a good question to wrap on uh or we're close to time what's next for you what's next for gam project the future where do you see things going the union so to speak yeah that, that's tough um in terms of what's coming uh a lot of it just depends uh on on where the needs are uh one of the areas i've kind of been experimenting with and i, I think i shared this a little while ago and there's nothing out yet but i'd love to make gam a little more event driven right like now mm -hmm. it's you run a command or you have a cron job that kicks it off scheduled task on windows uh but being able to do more like you know, looking at the uh, Google Workspace logs and when this event happens, right. it fires off a game command. It make it a little more uh, almost like an IFTT or, you know, scheduled yeah. uh, task kind of a thing. So looking into ways that that can kind of operate it, it means some big changes to the game model. It would be running more as a service than yeah. just, a, you know, uh, type and run it uh, thing there. But uh, uh, hopefully something uh, will happen there soon and get some time to pull together what I have. So. I was thinking about one of the use cases there it could be like when you get an unexpected meeting on your calendar from your manager saying, come to my office, it could <laughs> automatically trigger the offboarding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I've heard better use cases than that. Anyways, first of all, I mean, just on behalf of the community and everybody, th 
thank you for your contributions over the years and, and your continued stuff going forward on behalf of the show thanks for coming on and, and sharing those, yeah. uh, those things with us it was super great to have you uh martin steve yeah no thanks jay so uh as part of the the show description we'll put in um all the wonderful resources that we've been talking about um so people can get those uh, and please share the recording um as well and also thanks for uh, everyone who's tuned in live and contributed uh, in, in the chat i think jay you've done a wonderful job bringing uh, your fan club with you um so yeah. uh, hope, you hopefully guys. some yeah. of those will stick around for future shows yeah it was a very fun discussion just kind of chatting with you guys and uh getting your input there so thanks for having me on Okay. So until next time, folks, I think this is us. Uh, uh, happy gaming. <laughs> <laughs>